Welcome back to the Iron Dread Podcast, folks. This is episode number 35, and it is our tribute to a young man that has made a big impact in our strength and conditioning program at Dexter High School and our powerlifting program at Dexter High School, and that is Quincy Goff. We'll talk more about Quincy and why we are honoring him on this show in just a little bit. Don't forget to follow us on your favorite podcast platform. If this is your first time listening to the Iron Dread Podcast, thank you for stopping by and checking us out. And if you enjoy this show, uh, please share this episode and any other episodes that you may go back and listen to in our archives available for free on your favorite podcast platform. Please share any uh, of these episodes that you like. This show is very different. Uh, we put things out there. If, if it's something fun, if it's something positive, uh, I'm willing to record a podcast about it, and I'm excited. We got uh, some more guests coming in. Going to get to do another. This podcast was done live in person. Going to do another one live in person here soon. And uh, got a couple more distance guests as well getting on here. So really having fun making these. I hope you enjoy listening to them because I have a lot of fun making them. And I think they're worth the uh, the price, at least, that uh, we have to pay to get podcasts. So I love podcasting. Hopefully you enjoy it. Don't forget the Mr. Good Time Challenge is still going on. Mr. Good Times, Double D Duke, Frank Alexander, uh, from episode uh, a while back. I think it was episode 33. Uh, he was on, and we started the Mr. Good Time Dance Challenge. So go ahead, check out that episode with Frank and uh, participate in the Mr. Good Time Challenge. Uh, Coach Rob Dubay, his episode on the top movies of the 90s uh, is still going strong. So go back and, uh, and check out some of our, our, our past episodes as well if you enjoy this one. So folks, um, I'm not going to keep you too much here in the open. Uh, this one was done live. Uh, so there was some uh, sound quality issues. Uh, I tried to edit out the best I could some of those um, and, and turn them down. But there was some um, getting the hang of, of using the in-person setup. I'm actually working on a new microphone right now. Do I sound different? Do I sound better? Uh, let me know on social media. Um, so we're getting getting better with these things as we go. And again, I just do them for fun, and uh, hopefully you enjoy listening to them. So, folks, uh, without any further ado, I present to you episode 35 and Mr. Quincy Goff. Hit the intro music. So here we go. We're back live on the Iron Drip Podcast. I'm sitting here with young Quincy Goff, uh, one of our athletes here. This show is all about him because he's going to be moving away. Quincy, say hello to the people. Good morning. Uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about Quincy here. We have some uh, some guests that are are calling in and, and want to speak to him and uh, wish him well as we go on um first 
first person that is sitting in our waiting room to talk to Quincy is Miss Brenna Cassidy. So we'll give Brenna a chance. There's Brenna. What's up, Brenna? Right there. Hello. Brenna, you're too quiet. I can't hear you, but hello. Uh, oh, headphones. There we go. Good morning, Brenna. Good morning. <laughs> I still can't hear you. Still too quiet. Go ahead, Brenna. Hi. Ah. Hey, I feel like there we I'm go. We're getting the now. technology figured out here. Good afternoon, Brenna. Hi. I'm surprised you woke up this early. I'm normally up at like six thirty-seven. So why? It's I just naturally wake up that way. I don't know. What the? What the? All right. What well, you know? What, you do you. Whatever floats your boat. I'm in bed by like ten o'clock. So yeah, you got me beat by that. I go to bed at like twelve by now. So Brenna, um, you know, you you were nice enough to get up early this morning and come in and talk to Quincy and wish him well. Uh, you got any good Quincy stories you uh, you want to tell here from our time together in the weight room? Well, I remember the first time like we lifted together, we like ran laps afterwards, but I couldn't run all the laps at once. So I like stopped for a minute and then I started running the laps again. But instead of like Quincy stopping when we were, he was done running his laps, he like ran the rest of my laps with me. And then this isn't like any specific time, but like anytime I had like lower weight than I probably should have been using, he would like yell at me to use more. And that's probably how I got to like using the weights that I'm at now. You got to get bigger, brother. It's the only way to get bigger, <clears throat> lifting heavier weights. Now, and that's one of the things why I want to do this episode all about Quincy is because I think that he had a huge effect on a lot of people uh, in our weight room. And he was a huge part of our program as far as both powerlifting and the strength program about getting other kids to come in. And like you said, motivating other people to push themselves and, and train harder and be better. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that you uh, you told that story. Any any funny funny stories about Quincy? Um, the funniest one I can think of is when he drank the seven bang energy drinks. That that was that was That's not one of my proudest moments. Not not a not a good time. That was <clears throat> I felt like I was dying for a very long time. That was terrible. That was yeah yeah. It was almost as if someone told me not to do it, and then I did it anyway. And I would 100% do it again, but, you know, probably not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, Brenna. Well, if you, uh, if you don't have anything else that you'd like to say to, to Quincy here, we'll, we'll let you get going. We'll keep going on with the podcast and you can, uh, you can go back to bed. I don't think I'm going back to bed. But <laughs> you take a nap. Nap sounds good about right about now. Just good luck, and I forget which Carolina it is. I'm going to Western, <laughs> Western Carolina. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? There's a north and a south. Yeah, and a west and an east. Cardinal directions. It's not. Yes, there is. Look it up. Okay. I'm telling you, I'm going to Western Carolina. All right. Bye. Bye, Brenna. Bye, right, Brenna. Talk to you soon. So thank you to Miss Brenna Cassidy for calling in. 
and chatting with us here. So let's let's talk a, a little bit here, Quincy. Right now, I don't. We'll see if, uh, any more uh, of your teammates and uh, training partners mm-hmm. call in here. Let's call. We should call Zach at basic. I wish we could. We could call some people. We could call. We could call Adam. Adam Green. Adam's probably sleeping right now. Um, we can wake him up, but. Uh, you know, let's talk about your weight room story and, you know, how did, how did you make your way into the weight room and the, and the iron grip program? Uh, well, I think the first time I, I walked into the weight room was the end of sixth grade and it was me, Gector and, uh, Friedman. And we kind of all walked in there, uh, with football. We didn't really know what we were getting ourselves into. And we were all kind of, I mean, at least I know I was, um, I was a little nervous because, I felt like I wouldn't be able to compete with the weight and I didn't want to seem weak. Um, and then we got in there and it was just like, you know, everyone was really supportive about it and we were all doing different weights, but no one really said anything about it. Um, and then at that point on, it just kind of grew into an obsession. Yeah. I mean, we we all know your, your track record with us and our program is, it, it's uh, pretty pretty lengthy as far as the things that you've accomplished mm-hmm. and, and the changes that you've made uh, physically and mentally in yourself. And I think you're going to take a lot of these things to, uh, you know, uh, take them on into life. Um, you know, we said that you're, you're moving away. You're, you're leaving us sadly. Yeah. Uh, Today's your, your last, your last day with us today before you get, packed up and get ready to move. Um, some of your classmates will see you at graduation. You're yeah. flying back up for that. Quincy, so uh, before we have you tell us all about your school and where you're going in South Carolina, there is a young man in the waiting room that would like to speak to you. One of the your fellow original chain gang members, uh, Mr. Adam Grevy, is, is coming in right now. Good morning, Adam. He, He's he's packing in. Um, I can hear him. Can you hear him? I cannot. All right, Adam. Um, welcome to the show. Thanks for for calling in. Thanks for having me. We uh, we're gonna let you uh, kind of talk to Quincy and and uh, you know send him off. Well, uh, why don't you first? Uh, why don't you start by kind of telling our listeners. Uh, how you met Quincy and and how you guys uh, started training together? Well, that's actually uh, kind of interesting. When uh, me and Quincy started lifting together, I thought Quincy hated me because I knew he was friends with uh, one of our mutual friends, Zach Bagby, who's been on the podcast. And you know, I was lifting with Zach, and Quincy would come in every once in a while and be talking to Zach. You know, he was. Uh, Never the friendliest guy, I guess we could say. But, you know, after a while, we realized uh, that we were both bros in the weight room and that we both wanted to lift big weights. So I think that's kind of uh, what brought us together. Would you agree, Quincy? I could could see that, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I I can agree with that. Yeah, it definitely wasn't the uh, best start. I don't think you saw it that way. It wasn't, it wasn't, uh, I don't even remember. I think I, the way I remember it is I walked in and I was always training by myself because you guys were always um, on a different cycle than me. And every now That's and true. then we'd link up to like the same cycle. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And one day, coach told me to work with you. So then I just moseyed on over, and the only person I really yeah, isn't that the truth? That's how it always is, though. <laughs> he was I, I don't think that's pretty much what happened with all of us. Was Coach Witt just told us to do it? He was just, he was the mutual uh, negotiator. Um, and I I knew Zach and Ethan really, so that's why. And then I, I kind of started talking to you, and I was like, you know what? You seem pretty cool. And we both had the same agreements to everything. That's true. Yeah, it's definitely been a... So that's uh, how you guys got started, just randomly one day. We started uh, started training together. And that's how it started with all of us. You guys went on along with, with Zach and Ethan to uh, start the, the chain gang crew. <laughs> they had it started before me. I actually had to get uh, indicted into it. They started, was, before, they started it before you? That was completely... I don't, I don't remember how it, all, <laughs> how it all came to be. I just remember we had our core five. Yep that were in the, in the chain gang. Uh, so Adam, uh, how about, uh, one of your, one of your favorite Quincy stories. Oof, from, favorite you know, your Quincy time stories. together. I know you got a lot of them, Adam. I'm, I'm your favorite. I know. I feel like most of, most of the best moments that we've had were, you know, like the whole group, you know what I mean? Quincy, but it was probably when we were, uh, we went to, a powerlifting meet down in Edwardsburg. Oh boy, that that was <laughs> that was a trip. Afterwards, <laughs> afterwards, we wanted to go and get dinner, right? Yep, Chick Fil A. <laughs> one of our friends said that we had to go to Chick Fil A, and of course, Chick Fil A wasn't even in Michigan. Nope. So we ended up going to Indiana to a <laughs> random mall to go get Chick Fil A, and. We ended up having very aggressive phone conversations that we had over which way to get to Chick-fil-A because we were lost in a different state and there was a ton of traffic. That was probably, yeah, that was probably the highlight right there. (laughs) We got there first and I remember just seeing Zach's car drive by in the opposite direction and then having to call him, where are you guys going? We were just we just wanted to go to Joanne Fabrics, okay? <laughs> and there's a bouncy house in that mall too. That mall, oh yeah, greatest mall ever. I just remember getting a a picture of all of you in a mall somewhere in Indiana, <laughs> sitting in the children's uh, stationary riding cart things. Yep, the big pink car. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <laughs> And I remember hearing the stories of uh, Ethan trying to convince you to go to every other restaurant that you pass. Mancino's. That is true. Except Chick-fil-A. This is true. We got lost for a little bit because we didn't want to go down the toll road. So we had to pull over yeah. to the side of the street and figure out where we were going to go. Yep, Zach was screaming at me because I, I couldn't figure out how to reroute Google Maps <laughs> to something that wasn't a toll road. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we came from not a toll road, yeah, it was confused. It was it was a great trip. It was one of the it was. most memorable trips. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I just remember looking at you guys and saying, "Go get home safe." <laughs> Don't venture too far. Thirty minutes later, we're in Indiana. State <laughs> um, eating uh, eating Chick Fil A. It's okay. We can be trusted. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> Zach was eighteen. Yes, we. This is true. We were. We. Zach was. We were in the hands of Zach. 
was our legal guardian. At that never, time. never a safe, safe spot to be uh, <laughs> under the supervision of, of one Zach Bagby, who sadly we wish we could have him on on this show right now because I'm sure he would love to uh, send Quincy off. Well, he's got some great but stories. He's uh, <laughs> yeah, he's he's away at basic training, and when he gets back uh, from basic training, we'll do a we'll do a show with him so he can talk about all his uh, escapades and basic training. Um, so Adam, you got any, any more Quincy stories, good Quincy stories that we'll all laugh about or oh, man, a time, well, a time when he did something that you couldn't believe or really just every, every time we go to powerlifting meets, I think just because we're not usually alone that much and have that much independence, some pretty stupid stuff happens, <laughs> you know, the whole drive up to every single one of the meets, like I got a ride with him to our first powerlifting meet. And I, I still didn't know Quincy like super well at this point. So I head over to his house and I'm getting in his car and he's like, okay, okay I'm going to turn on some music. We're driving there. He's trying to talk to me the entire way there, but he had the music on so loud. It was literally vibrating my soul. I could not hear a word that he was saying. I'm like, uh-huh. Yep. What what's happening? It was it was quite the experience. <laughs> and on the way back, we had no music at all. This is true. I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> he rode back in, in silence. Yeah, we just we just talked. Then yeah, I don't I know think, how to break the ice with Adam. So I just like, <laughs> I think the best moments though is the the traditional place to go to eat is Mancino's over by uh, the Meyer on Jackson Road. Yep, we we've had some good times there. We've, we've had some good times going there at like six o'clock and staying there till like 10. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the spot to meet up. That is the spot. Oh, I've heard many, many of your Mancino stories. <laughs> <laughs> the war stories. <laughs> so I, I can remember a, a, a good Quincy story and I, I want you to tell it, Adam, from your vantage point. Tell the listeners about our inaugural trip to the Arnold Classic in Columbus <laughs> and all the craziness that went down <laughs> at the Arnold Classic, especially the stuff involving our friend Quincy here. Now, this was an interesting one because I didn't actually go. I just got these a bunch of pictures of all this <laughs> weird stuff that's going on. Yep. This was very sad for me that I did not get to go, but uh, <laughs> so from what I hear... Quincy decided that he was going to get the full experience and not only take every free item that he was offered, but he was also going to consume every free item that he was offered. Yep. So how many, how many bang energies did you end up drinking that day, Quincy? Uh, I ended up having five at like in the Arnold. I had like five in like two hours or something like that. Mm-hmm. One in the car. And then when we were leaving the parking lot, I shotgun one. Yeah, so pretty much I got all these pictures of them being crazy at the uh, at the event where they bought a bunch of uh, Pokemon tank tops, okay. which then became kind of the symbol of our group. And, you know, everybody looks real uh, good and happy. And then that night I get all these pictures of everybody once they got home. You know, most people look, they looked a little run down. Quincy looked like, you know, might have overdosed on some drugs. He didn't look too good. It was, it was, it was, it was a rough morning the next day. It was uh, 
Yeah, Quincy, Quincy definitely partied hard at the Arnold. <laughs> I remember my, my little lightning glow stick that I got. From oh, the, yeah. The rave. <laughs> yeah, the bang energy stage. Yep. <laughs> rave. I feel like that's the type of event that you go to and you wake up the next morning and you go and look in the bag of stuff that you remember being awesome and you're like, what is all of this garbage that I have in here? Why, why did I think this was so cool? Muscle Mac <laughs> at 10 p.m. Terrible idea. <laughs> And, and these guys brought you back uh, a shirt. They did. Yeah, they brought me back one of the Pokemon tank tops. <laughs> it was uh, quite an emotional moment. Felt very blessed. <laughs> Gainsgar. Oh, yes. What, what were all the different ones? Gainsgar is the one Adam had. I had uh, Swolebro. Zach had... Um, I don't even remember what Zach had. I don't remember what Zach had either. Uh, Ethan had uh, Brotodile and Gector yep. had uh, Squattle. Yep. Drenner had Jigglybuff, which is the one I yep. want. <laughs> um, I don't remember what Zach I have had. no idea which one Zach had. Like, I can see it. Like, I, I can picture it right now, but I don't remember what it was. Hmm. Unfortunate. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So, Adam... We won't keep you too much longer. I'm sure we got. Right. Of, I'm sure we got you out of bed at 8:36 on a, a Sunday <laughs> morning to come on this show. No problem. Appreciate you coming on. Yes, and, I appreciate that. And uh, chatting with Quincy here. So I'll I'll lay out here. Anything else you want to say to Quincy uh, before we uh, we let you go here? Hey, bro. I'll. Uh, I guess I'll see you when you whenever you come back. Yes, sir. Got to get a pump session in. <laughs> and hit up Mancinos. Oh yeah. Try and get the gang back together. Will do. <laughs> All right. Talk All right, to you guys man. later. Thanks for coming on. We'll talk to you soon. Yep. Thanks. Yep, bye. So thanks, Adam, uh, for coming on. We have another guest calling in right now that would like to speak to Quincy. And that is another member of the powerlifting team, uh, Mr. Caleb Drenner. Mr. Drenner, thank you for... For calling into the show. Good morning, Caleb. Uh, we uh, just doing our, our little send off here uh, to Quincy. Uh, we just a couple of people have called in, telling some Quincy stories. Uh, some of the times that you interacted with him because uh, he's getting ready to leave us. He's getting ready to move down south and and become a become a pilot. So uh, why don't uh, why don't you give us uh, one of your your favorite Quincy stories? Hmm. Well, I still have that sticker on my shaker cup from Hickman's. <laughs> um, he used to just give me rides home and stuff, so that was always helpful. Yeah, because you always know you, I, you had your license at the time. Yeah. Uh, now, now, Adam, Adam Grieby was just on, and he told from his his vantage point from all the way back home in Dexter about Quincy at the Arnold. But you, you were there, oh. you witnessed it firsthand. You partaked <laughs> in some of the escapades that uh, Quincy was uh, was involved in, along with Zach and everyone else. Yeah. Uh, what about what about some Arnold stories from our inaugural trip to the Arnold with, with Quincy? Well. On the ride home, I thought he was going to die. 
like four bangs. I don't even remember how many it was, but yeah, that was fun. But I was nervous. <laughs> you were very you were nervous for our guy. Uh, I just I knew he was gonna uh, gonna crash for sure. Yeah, you were smart. You didn't drink any of them. You just had all the pre workout and creatine. Oh yeah. And then you snagged a, a blender bottle. Yeah. Oh yeah. I still <laughs> use it. And uh, we were we were talking with Adam too about all the uh, all the 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 Pokemon Bro tanks that you guys got. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I got Jiggly Buff. <laughs> and then immediately you guys had to go into the bathroom and put them on and wear them home. Of course. I think he's in the pit in the the mirror. You remember what one Zach had? Adam, I couldn't remember. Mm. Zach got uh no, that was Gector. Uh I have no clue. Yeah, I know neither, none of us can remember. None of us can remember what Zach got and we we, we can't call Zach because he's at basic training. So, all right, Caleb. Well, I'll, I'll lay out here. If you don't have any other stories, I'll let you say uh, whatever you'd like to say to Quincy, and, and we're going to get get moving on then to our uh, our next caller. All right. Happy birthday, Quincy. Good <laughs> luck on the next chapter of your young life. <laughs> you know, see you sometime. See you soon, buddy. Bye. <laughs> all right. Thanks for calling in, Caleb. Uh, thanks again, Caleb Drennan, for, for calling in. Uh, we're going to get to our next caller. Mr. Matt Gector is going to join us now. Uh, Matt was a member of the football team with Quincy and a fellow powerlifter. Matt Gector, thanks for uh, calling in the Iron Dread podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. Good morning. <laughs> a rude awakening? He's a lot more awake than when, yeah. we, you know, when we talked to him earlier. Yeah, I threw a shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> so, Matt, we're uh, we're just having people call in and and telling Quincy stories here. Uh, you know, what what's your, one of your favorite Quincy stories? Oh God, there are <laughs> <laughs> there are too many to count. Well, it's almost as if I've dealt with you for about six years. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Six years of stories. Oh man, which one's the best to tell? Hmm. I'm getting I'm getting worked. I know some some stupid things that I've done <laughs> you and I have both done or said. Yeah. <laughs> I'm quite worried. God, I can't. Hmm. How about we, we've been talking with everybody that's come on, Matt, about the Arnold. Oh gosh. <laughs> about about the trip to the Arnold, probably one of one of most iconic one of Quincy's most iconic moments in, in his time with us as far as doing crazy things. Um, was at the Arnold. Oh yeah. The Arnold probably the most memorable thing about the Arnold was the Famous bang booth <laughs> for the energy drink, which no, it wasn't a when booth. Quincy was introduced. It wasn't a booth. It was a stage. Yeah. So basically, anytime we had free time, we'd head over there and 
Quincy would somehow get one. I don't know where you kept on getting them from. Don't worry about it. I have my ways. <laughs> <laughs> so you had about like, what, like 15 of them? I had seven in total. <laughs> 15 sounds about right, though, you know? I can Basically. So then you just, on the way home in the bus, just dying in the back. <laughs> Absolutely just either bouncing off the walls or completely crashed. <laughs> <laughs> and then me almost giving you another one yep. to, to put you in the ground. <laughs> you gave me that in the parking lot and I shotgunned it. <laughs> <laughs> See, you, you contributed to my addiction. Hey, I know. So you was funny though. Part. If I were to die, that would have been on you. That would the, the blood would have been on you. I hand. was definitely an enabler at that point. You were one hundred percent. That was that was your power. You encouraged <laughs> my my self harm. If you must. <laughs> yeah. And weren't you guys planning on uh, this year? If we got to go back, we didn't get to go, obviously because uh, of the virus. But weren't you guys planning on buying kilts together? Yep. yep. Oh yeah, the kilts. Those are awesome. We had it. We had to buy the kilts. I didn't get to buy one last year because I bought a Brotech. Kilts and more rain energy. Because this time they had better drinks, not bang. Yeah, walk around with uh, Pokemon tank tops and kilts. Yep, would have been amazing. It would. It would have been a grand old time. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we wish we could have. We could have went down there. But Matt, uh, you know, you spent a lot of time training in in class uh not there was a few times when you got the chance to to train with quincy any any good training stories from uh from your time together in the weight room oh when we first got those smelling salts (laughs) (laughs) that was that was great that was was like my first time going after school like this year and Nori had smelling salts, and we just were in the back corner using them. <laughs> it was it was literally like a like a drug deal. Norris just walked in, yeah, I know. and then we just walked around and just smelling smelling salts. Yep. Yep. I I remember that. I remember <laughs> feeling like I probably should have stopped uh, you from uh, smelling the smelling salts, but we we made it through. We we made it through. We got to the other side. Uh, how about uh, going to meets and, and competing together at, at powerlifting meets? That was great, especially again with the smelling salts. Just Quincy <laughs> going absolutely insane on his third deadlift at any meet. Yep. Yep. Because <laughs> you take like five whiffs of ammonia for like two seconds each. So he couldn't breathe after it. <laughs> hey, you got to get the full effect, all right? If you're not losing brain cells and feel like you're going to pass out, you're not doing it right. <laughs> just seeing you take all those hits and then, like, pulling the weight and then just walking off, just because <gasps> <gasps> you couldn't breathe. <laughs> that was pretty. Sounds about right. That was iconic. <laughs> Um, as the official uh, coach of the powerlifting program and strength program, I do not support these two gentlemen's claims <laughs> of excessive right. use. As a young adult who is soon to be moving, I 110% agree. But on a side note, it was it was a good experience. <laughs> oh, man. 
Smelling salts are great. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are. They help. They help a lot. Yeah. They smell amazing too. They definitely don't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Matt. Well, we won't keep you on too long. Thanks for for coming on. Um, yeah. Thanks for having me. Man, I appreciate it. Thank I'll you. lay out here if you want to say kind of your, your quick goodbye. I know Quincy will be back at graduation. I'm sure you guys will see each other there, but you want to just uh, say a little goodbye to him here. Go ahead. Now's your time. Yeah, Quincy, it was uh, great knowing you ever since like, what, sixth grade back in like Creekside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a uh, great playing football with you. Great training with you. It's awesome to be your friend. I hope to see you again sometime. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Same goes for you. I don't know what it would be like with a high school about you or even yeah. middle school. <laughs> Same. It's been a wild ride. Man, it really has. All right, Matt. Well, be well, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks again for calling in. Thank you for having me. All right. All right. So thanks again. Thanks again, Gector, calling in. Uh, we don't have anybody sitting in the waiting room right now, Quincy, so uh, why don't we talk a little bit about you're going to South Carolina. You said you're going to Western Carolina. <laughs> uh, you're you're going to major. In uh, I'm going to Coastal Carolina. Coastal, joke, yeah. Coastal Carolina. <laughs> All right, that's what I thought it well, was. Joke for Brenna. I don't think she got it though. Uh, okay, I thought I thought it was Coastal Carolina, and then you might have changed the name on me there. But I was playing <laughs> along with it for the sake of consistency <laughs> in the show here. Um, you know, this is a very high budget operation yeah. here as we sit at my uh, table. Sharing one microphone and hey, you you do have ad revenue, so and technically it is. Hey, we, we've made about five dollars yeah, exactly uh, on the Iron Dread podcast. Um, but why don't you tell uh, our our listeners a little bit about you know what your what your projected path is here? You know why are you going to South Carolina? What are you going to do down there, um, both uh, professionally and uh, personally? Go ahead. So I'm going down to South Carolina because uh, my parents really wanted to move somewhere warm and. Um, you know, they were like, well, it's going to be really expensive to, for you to buy room and board, so you might as well just stay with us. So we're going down there, um, and I'm going to pursue flight at a uh, Myrtle Beach Academy of Aviation. Um, I'm going to be doing that for my first, I guess, gap year technically because I'm not going to college um, right off the bat. Uh, so I'll be doing that, and then in nine months, I'll be able to get my private pilot lessons. I'll be able to fly around for a while. And then while I pursue that and get – the uh, necessary 250 hours to become a commercial pilot. Um, I'll be going to Coastal Carolina University to major in graphic design. Um, and then I, I, as of now, I think I'm planning on staying down there. I don't know if I'll ever come back up here like permanently to move, um, but I will be up to visit a lot because uh, you know, I got a lot of family and friends up in uh, Michigan. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm real excited to go down there. Uh, kind of, I guess, uh, like Jenner said, start a new chapter in my life. Um, it's going to be real interesting to, to kind of be new again because I was already new here before. Um, but I have high expectations and high hopes. Yeah, and I mean, well, we've, we've had side conversations. Obviously, I've, I've lived in many different places and gone to new places and, and known no one. And you'll, you'll quick, you're the kind of person that you'll quickly uh, have – you know, people that befriend you and, and want to be around you, right? You're, you're a hardworking guy. And mm -hmm. again, and that's why we're, you know, we're, we're doing this and we're sending you, sending you off like this because you've done a ton for us and you've done a ton for our program from your commitment alone. Well, uh, you. means from, a lot. From your commitment alone of, of showing up, uh, always being willing to help someone else, 
um, and give somebody constructive criticism. Um, <laughs> Even if they thought they didn't like it that much because uh, uh, people are snowflakes. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, so some of the times when, when you and Ellen and Zach would, would volunteer <laughs> after your workouts uh, to help me train middle school track and field kids um, you know, teaching them how to, uh, how to do our primary lifts and our accessory lifts. All of them um, telling Bill Ivan that I was mean. Yeah. All of them going back and telling <laughs> Coach Ivan that you were mean. But speaking of middle school track and field, uh, we have one of our middle school track and field coaches coming in right now. Miss Amanda Gilbert calling in to, uh, send you off and, and give you her best. Coach Gilbert. Uh, she has got to connect her audio in a moment. Oh, oh no. it's Hollywood. Oh, it is. It is a swerve. We thought we were getting Amanda Gilbert. Right now, we are looking at both of them trying to figure both out how Gilbert to family members. How to well, function two, this. two out of the three. Uh, we're looking at Hollywood Gilbert right now. Um, do you have your microphone on, Hollywood? Welcome to the Iron Dread Podcast. This is a struggle. This is this is amazing. This is a struggle. Manny, you should be you're an adult. You should know how to do this. This is what you get when we do things live, folks, here on the Iron Dread Podcast. Uh Teddy the Pomeranian walking into the room, Arch Nemesis. What's up, Ted? Ted. Ted. So eventually here we'll get we'll get the Gilberts going and get their microphone working um a little bit amanda gilbert the oldest of the three gilbert children uh the shortest the shortest as well because hollywood's probably taller than her yep. now i really <laughs> hope she could hear us talking about this right now <laughs> uh amanda gilbert uh, was around she graduated kind of the the year the strength program started and um you know, she was one that she was a shot put discus thrower for the track and field program. And she's continued to train with us, even though she's, you know, graduated and, and moved on. And that's one of the things that we try to do with our Iron Dread strength program is, you know, if you're alumni of our program, you have a place to train. And we, we want kids like Amanda Gilbert to, to be around and help us to uh to influence the next generation and, and Quincy as he becomes alumni here he'll he'll start to fill those roles as well he comes back up here uh to Michigan uh it's going to be expected that he may, swings by the weight room oh, and 100 uh, percent and and gets a training session in or, or comes in and, and visits and meets some of our our younger generation coming up because that's that's how we do things around here I'll camp out in front of the door like back Black Friday Camp out in front of the door and, and wait. So, uh, Gilbert family, uh, can you hear us yet? We we need uh, we need to get your your microphone going. Hmm. Still, still nothing yet from the Gilbert family. Let's see if we can get these technical difficulties straightened out. We're starting to get things working here. Hollywood Adam Gilbert, welcome to the Iron Dread podcast. As soon as your audio connects, you'll be able to, to hear us here. Hollywood Adam Gilbert, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> oh, my Lord. 
technical, technical difficulties. The producer of this show needs to work on his technical skills. Gilbert family, can you hear us? See the mic. We have finally figured out the Gilbert family technology issues. We are sitting here talking with Mr. Hollywood, Adam Gilbert. Hollywood, welcome to the show. Thank you, Coach. How you doing? Doing all right. Doing all right. Thanks for calling in uh, and uh, to talk to Quincy here. Uh, do we have Hi, Gilbert family members with you? Amanda. Amanda Gilbert. Hi. Danny's asleep. Okay, we got we got Danny's asleep. Yep. It's like nine o'clock. How is he sleeping? Yeah. What the heck is wrong with him? He sleeps all because he stays up late playing video games. So Hollywood, why don't we start with you? Then we'll go to Amanda. Um, why don't you tell your favorite uh, Quincy story? That's hard. There's too many. I need to think. <laughs> so what, what, we know if he's thinking, it might take a while. Yes. So we'll jump to Amanda and get Amanda's favorite Quincy story. Then we'll come back to Hollywood. Amanda Gilbert, welcome. Get, to the get Adam in trouble by um, playing around, and then Adam would join in, and then he'd get caught. Yep. Hey, you you always started it. I had nothing to do. You provoked me. I was just minding my own business, and then you'd walk up and then hit me with a rubber band. Oh, I think it was the opposite. No, so. You always provoked me. I provoked <laughs> That's it. One, one time only. Yeah, I can remember some of those times. Because <laughs> yeah, let's, Hollywood is easily distracted enough. Uh, and then when, you know, Amanda, who's supposed to be a role model. Yeah, you're older than I am. And Quincy, who's supposed to be a role model, uh, start provoking him to do uh, to do foolish things in the weight room. Um, I know Amanda, right? Quincy's gotten in your ear many times when it comes to training. Any any good stories about uh, some of the times where he's tried to push you and motivate you to do things? Um. Probably when I didn't want to wait left after I got my surgery and then push me to get, I mean, close to my PR. Oh, I remember too soft. That's why you made too soft. I remember that you, you were worried about, you know, straining and, and coming back into it. And, you know, obviously we took our time with that until the, you know, your doctors and stuff said it was, it was clear and good to go. But yeah, I remember that day when, when uh, Quincy was pushing you to, to uh, break a squat max or, or get as close to it as you can. Um, Hollywood, you got one now? A couple. A couple. Oh, oh man. Okay. Uh, now I might need to go refill my coffee on this one. Here we go. Go ahead, Hollywood. Tell us. Other times during football season, how we would just hang out during like the before games and after games. Yeah. Fun times. Walk in that, between that and powerlifting were just fun times. You still got those yellow beads? Yeah. Yeah, see? Good luck beads. One second. I'll be right back. going to go get his good luck, grab his good luck beads. I gave them to him at the parade. Because Adam, Adam was uh, our water boy for varsity football. Um, there, Mrs. Gilbert is in there. 
Hi, how are you? Don Gilbert, how are you? Good, how are you? Hi, Quincy. We're, we're, do, we're, Good morning. we're doing an episode of the, of the podcast because Quincy's getting ready to move south. So we've got a oh. bunch of people calling in and, uh, and giving them uh, their well wishes. Well, I wish you all the best, Quincy. Young man? Yeah, I wish you all the best. Good to see you both. Thank you. Good to see you too. You too. So, yeah, Adam was our uh, our water water boy here. Um, what what else? What we you maybe you should tell a Coach Gilbert story because all all the times when you uh, when you've gotten her uh, the the body tempering yes. uh, situations. Well, see, Amanda, she's not. She wasn't really that most helpful person because, you know, I would do all these things for her, you know, get, getting her weight and like changing it and like, oh, I, I see you got the good luck beads on. The good luck beads. Um, yeah. I'm telling her like, you know, congratulations and, and all this, this, this nice stuff. And then she just wouldn't roll me out and it really hurt my feelings. <laughs> oh my God. the next day and it'd be hard for me to walk. And, you know, I think I'd break my leg and she would just be sitting there. It's like, nah, I'm not going to do it for you. After everything I've done for you, man. Right? So, you know, and then she also used to hit me a lot, or at least attempt to. Her wingspan was too short. <laughs> I could. I remember just putting my hand on your forehead, and then she'd like kind of swing her arms, and she'd just miss. <laughs> Is this true, Amanda? Not the swinging part. He used to joke around about that, but... You <laughs> wouldn't... Uh, intentionally try to injure another person. Yeah, no. no, no, no. He accidentally hit me a few times and it caught me off guard. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Well, uh, we got any other good, uh, any other good Quincy stories here that you'd like to share with us, Hollywood? You got a good one or what? Yeah. So, a Dexter parade during homecoming was there? Was was it homecoming? Ooh. This year, um, that day was just regular off because we had football practice our day and it just didn't have to team me and them didn't get along. And then here comes like the football parade and I see Quincy yell at me and throw the beads. I was like, I was like very happy after that. I saved just for you. you know, those last, I got two beads that day and I saved one for you and one for one of the kids I read to. <clears throat> you better keep those beads all the way until I uh, until I come back. I'll, I'll see your first varsity game. Okay. Oh. It's first, but can you imagine that? No. There's going to come a I day really when can. Adam Gilbert is a varsity football player. It's going to be a day when he's a senior. Mm-hmm. That's gonna you be know sad. what this season's looking like, Coach? Uh, we don't know yet. Um, we're we're week to week with with things. Right now, we're we're just trying to figure out a way to get cleared to go back into the weight room. Uh, uh, right now, that's that's really all all we know. We're, we are hoping to to get to play uh, this year, but yeah, we'll see how how it all plays out. I can tell you guys haven't been training. You're looking a little small. I mean, Hollywood's arms are always small. Yeah, this is true. But Amanda, you're lacking. It's called work. Yeah, she's been lifting a lot, of, a lot of boxes and bushes. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Well, I'll lay out here. Uh, you guys can say your goodbyes to Quincy. Thank you for for calling in, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. We'll miss you, Quincy. Bye, Quincy. Thank you for calling in. Right. See you later.
All right, guys. Talk to you soon. See you. Bye. All right, thanks. Thanks again to uh, two out of the three Gilbert kids yeah, calling in. Really um, sleeping. You know, the shame that you know, poor Danny Gilbert couldn't uh, couldn't get out of bed. So right before the the Gilberts called in, right, we were talking about you know where you're going and, and what you're doing and all those things. Um, anything um, you'd like to leave for? Because obviously, this is one of the reasons to do this is not only for for you to look back and and be able to listen to this and remember this day. Um, but for other people to be able to remember you, yeah. um, you know, without having you around all the time, any, anything you'd like to say to any of the people you've trained with or any of the, the kids that are coming up, uh, any, anything you'd like to leave uh, to, to the iron dread program, the powerlifting team, the school, I'd say for all the kids uh, who are coming up or thinking about it, I'd say just go for it. Um, even, you know, if you're a little nervous or, afraid of getting judged or you'll get picked on, you know, it's a really good community in there. Uh, no one, if you, if you get picked on, it means you're, you're liked. Um, and it, it's kind of a way to get for you to get pushed by other people. Um, it, going into the iron dread strength conditioning program was probably one of the best things I did during high school. If not the best thing I did during high school, um, it really helped me out a lot. Um, and I, I met a lot of people, built a lot of friendships and, uh, really boosted my confidence, um, going into a lot of things um and for those people who are listening that i trained with or that i interacted with you know um i really hope you you continue to train um wherever you go and i really hope um that you know anything that i did for you or like uh anything i said you know uh, you really take that uh, like any of the the criticism oh because it, w- it wasn't said in a way to uh yeah to it was it was me meant down. it was meant to to make you work harder because I want to see everyone succeed in there. Even if it, even if it seemed the opposite way. <laughs> yeah. And, and sometimes, you know, people, you know, they, they misinterpret sometimes how people were saying, like we talked about how the, some of the, the, the middle school kids would go back and say, you're yep. being mean to them. <laughs> uh, you weren't being mean to them. You were trying to was pushing them, push them and to teach them the kind of intensity that we need. One of the, one of the things that, your group, you and Zach and all the guys that we've already talked about and girls, uh, Ellen Barnes as well, being in that crew and Amanda Soft. Gilbert. And Amanda Gilbert. <laughs> uh, we tried to get Ellen and, and, uh, and Mark Young on, but they are, they're tied up right now, but I'm sure they send you uh, their best. Um, but you guys were the example. Uh, we would, you know, at any time, if you were in the weight room training with your group, I would point to you and your group and say, that's what we want. That's what we want to see. That's the type of uh, effort that we need to put into dynamic effort work. That's the look at the weight they're using compared to their squat max, right? That's what we want. That's the way it's supposed to look. You guys were the, the constant example. And that's going to be something that some young kids are going to have to step up and fill those roles. You, know, you enter kids, the weight room, you want to, you really need to leave your pride at the door. You know, it's not, not about how big, how big you are, how much weight you can lift. It's if you can do it right. And if you can teach other people to do it right. Mm-hmm. And we believe strongly in the idea, the Louis Simmons idea of we make each other stronger. Mm-hmm. So when you, know, you train with somebody that is 
not as strong as you. It's your job to try and elevate that person to at least your level, if not past your level. Yeah. And that's something that you most definitely did. And again, that's why we want to give you as much love as we can here because <laughs> you are uh, one of a kind. I got one thing though, before we, we, we kind of wrap this up, we got to talk about the box, the box, Quincy's box. box in the weight room. I've had many, many people ask me what is Quincy's box. So let's tell the story of the box and oh some of the things that are in the box that will stay in the weight room for uh, forever, unless yeah. you want to take it. No, I will. I will leave, and anything that I ever, anything I ever feel needed to be added, I will add. Um, but Quincy's box, it was myself, Coach, and Zach, uh, Zach Bagby. We we made an order for Lead FTS, and it came with a bunch of like you know weightlifting stuff uh, and some shirts and the iconic uh, barbells and. Uh, the just shirt that I yeah. got yelled at a lot for. Yeah, yeah, you got me in trouble um, with that. <laughs> yep. Um, and I, I, I don't remember why I wanted to keep the box. I think it's because that was one of the first things I got from Lead FTS. Um, and then I, I remember I put it somewhere and I left uh, like the receipt form or something in there and someone moved it. I think it was Vinny. So then I went over and I got really irritated that he moved it. So I wrote Quincy's box on it and I put it on the very top shelf of the cupboard. Well, then uh, we were all lifting, me, Coach, Norris, Adam, and Zach. We're all trying a new exercise for deadlift, a reverse band. Or a, uh, you stand on the band and like you lift the deadlift up. I can't remember the name of it. Um, and we wanted to test how like uh, heavy the tension was. So we had the great idea at about 7 o'clock in the morning to put a scale on the floor and then put a 45-pound plate on the band and then just pick it up and set it on the scale. Well, we didn't really process at the, the moment that when you just pick it up, the plate's going to fall. So we just went through with it, and the plate fell on the scale and broke the scale. Yeah. So then I was like, you know what? I'm, I, we could put this in Quincy's box because it's something that we all broke, and I was a part of it. So if you look in my box, um, if you're ever worthy enough to look in the box, there is a sticky note that says, I think it's like June 1st or something, 2019. The, the day we broke it. Yep. And it says the reason why it broke was because I was too big. So the joke is that I was I was too massive and stepped on it. Um, another thing that's in the box is a bicep measure because <laughs> we all went through a phase of where we went through measuring stuff. Um, one of the most memorable things we measured is I found out that my head is the same size as Nathan Norris's quads. <laughs> um, and that was one of the things that we broke. So we put that in Quincy's box and then my, I think my meter stick's still in there. And I use that to beat people, mainly Mackie because it was, it was, it was Mackie. Um, and yeah, so anything that I've broken or used that I, I deem worthy to be put in my box is in my box and it'll be in there for forever. It'll be in there forever. Uh, just like your initials on the chain gang yep. plate will forever be in the weight room and forever will be in the weight room. Uh, all the, all the hours that you spent there and it will not, you will not be forgotten by moving away. Um, it's the next thing for you now is to go to another place and, and bring what you brought to us to the new place and also get taught and and to learn from a new environment we've talked about that at length so we've looked at um some different gyms for you to try to find a good good spot for you to go we think we found one 
down there, right in the town that you're moving yeah. to. So seems uh, promising. Yeah, we'll we'll be uh, we'll be checking in with you. Of course, you you, you and I will be talking. Oh, yeah. We'll check in with you. You know, after you've been down there for a little while, and you can tell us stories of uh, how it is, Jim, and and let us know what it is, and help uh, help those people down there as well. So, Quincy, uh, this is kind of the end of the podcast here. We'll we'll wrap this up. One thing I do want to say though before I leave is uh, um, regarding the weight room is believe in coach because you know I know there are some people out there who even I mean I did it when I first came in. I, I was like, you know, what what are we doing here? This is I, I don't want to do ten percent of something. I want to do really heavy weight. Um, but what he teaches you, what he makes you do, it, it really believe in it and follow because not only is he trying to help you, but he, he's also done it himself. So he kind of knows, and he's, he just, he wants to make the, the program and uh, everything here at Dexter better. So I really think that you should believe in him because without coach, I don't think the, the strength program would be what it is today. Well, I, I appreciate that. And, you know, again, I'm one that I'm always gonna, I'm always gonna push that, that uh, credit, if you will, to you guys, cause mm-hmm. I don't lift any weights for you. Yeah. I, I just you taught us how to do it. I, I write I write programs and I, I train myself to try and pick what I think is the best things to service you guys and and uh, you know the the credit for the building of the program really uh, to me goes to you guys. So uh, that'll that'll kind of be it. We'll we'll wrap up this episode of the show. But of course, before we go, right, <laughs> you have to pick. Your weight room song of the week. It's everybody's favorite segment of the show. Each and every week, weight room song of the week. I, I, there's a lot of different places we could go here, Quincy. There, there are a few songs that are kind of floating around my head, but uh, I, I think just just in honor of, uh, of of training for the past few months, um, I'm gonna have to go go with uh, the Birdman song for Zach Bagby. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is that is the weight room song of the week for me. It's, it's the Birdman song, just just for him, baby, aka the Birdman. What happened to that boy? Uh, Zach Bagby hates the Birdman, and when he listens to this and hears that you picked that song, he will probably mutter some curse words and then immediately send you a text message. I will get a, I will get a very well concise and very well worded text message from Zach. Absolutely. So you heard it here. Uh, this week's weight room song of the week chosen by Quincy Golf will be, will be baby, AKA Birdman. Uh, what happened to that boy? That's all we got for this segment. Quincy, thank you. Thank you for having me on. And we are out. Thanks again to Quincy and all our guests for calling in and supporting him. We have a special surprise for Quincy here. Um, we mentioned this man um, throughout the podcast. A couple people uh, brought him up, and that is Mr. Zach Bagby. And uh, Zach is away, as we said, at um, basic training for the United States Army. And we actually got in touch with him. He got some phone time, and he has some words that he would like to say uh, to Quincy as he makes his... Uh, move to South Carolina. Mr. Z- Mr. Zach Bagby, welcome to the Iron Dread Podcast. Do you have any good Quincy stories you'd like to tell? I'm trying to figure out one. Oh, all right. I got one. I got one. All right. So one of my favorite memories of Quincy 
was when we went to the Arnold down in Columbus, Ohio. And um, he had never really had an energy drink in his life or any sort of creatine like that. And for whatever reason, Quincy thought it would be a good idea to just drink like eight bang energies within the span of a day. And I've never seen a man move so much, like so fast, so jittery in my entire life. He was shaking uncontrollably for like the entirety of the event. And he was just wired for like hours, yelling, screaming. He was standing at the bang energy brave, just demanding that they throw him a hat. He was, he was not Quincy in that moment. He was another man, but it all ended on that fateful uh, stop at Wendy's. When I turned around to see Quincy collapsed in the booth behind me because the caffeine had wore off. Yeah, quite a few people yeah. told this story uh, about Quincy, and it's fun to hear all the different versions. <laughs> yeah. So, Zach, uh, before we let you go here, I know you got to get back. Hopefully, um, for sure. You know, Quincy gets his very, hears this and is very surprised by it. So, Zach, we uh, we won't keep you too much longer. Again, hopefully, Quincy, you're very surprised by this that we were able to get in touch with Zach. Um, Zach. I'll give you the floor and uh, just give Quincy your uh, your final send-off here as he heads south to uh, start a new life. Good luck out there, Quincy. I'm going to miss having you as a gym bro. Get strong, hurt feelings wherever you go, man. Peace. So thanks again to Zach for uh, making some time uh, to send his well wishes to Quincy. We wish him the best of luck as he finishes up uh, basic training here this summer uh, for the United States Army. Uh, A lot of good stories about Quincy here, uh, but we cannot end this show about Quincy without his pick for the Weight Room Song of the Week. And that, of course, is brought to you by Crank It Up DJ Service and Line Dance Instruction. This week's Weight Room Song of the Week, as Quincy chose, is Baby, a.k.a. Birdman. What happened to that boy? Crank it up. This week's Weight Room Song of the Week chosen by Quincy is Birdman featuring Clips. What happened to that boy? So, folks, that's really all we have for this week. Uh, Thank you for listening to our show. Remember, please 
Uh, give us a follow on your favorite podcast platform. If you're an Apple Podcast user, please give us a rating and a review. Uh, Quincy, uh, I hope you enjoyed doing this. I know I enjoyed working with you, and I know all of your teammates and fellow training partners at the high school enjoyed working to you, working with you, and we wish you a lot of luck uh, down south. Folks, until next time on the Iron Dread Podcast, I'm your host, Chris Whitaker, and remember, strength is never a weakness. Tough people always win around here. We're becoming dread stronger, which is what Quincy did. I'm Chris Whitaker, signing off. Ah!